Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. <sighs> Big couple of days. Sorry I'm late today. I didn't get back uh, till yesterday. And by the time we cleaned the boat and did everything else, uh, it was late and just crushed. It was a big night, uh, just go fishing with my brother-in-law, which is amazing. As I said to you the other day, I was going to miss Thursday. Um, it was a great, great trip. Um, very cool. Boat worked faultlessly. Um, no barra, unfortunately. That was about the only downside of the whole thing. Um, and the midges and the sandflies were pretty nasty too at night. So... But other than that, um, good. Got a couple of big deweys, which was nice. Um, I think uh, me and Joel both got a metre 15 deweys. So that was pretty cool. Uh, great fighting fish. And got a couple of uh, threadfin salmon and some other little bits and pieces. Nothing else too exciting, but it was good fun. Uh, got some amazing sunset shots. So hopefully I've got enough there to do a video. Uh, it might be a mature order audience only video there's a few beers had so i'll see how i go when i get a chance to get to that one but some gorgeous sunset shots over the water uh had a chance to get the drone up got some nice panoramas as well got some footage of the wetlands which is pretty cool to see as well from out in the ocean uh very cool mini two again yes performed faultlessly so overall really worked out well just i was just absolutely smashed basically 36 hours without much, probably three hours sleep. Um, it was a, it was a big effort. So yeah, we sort of had to had to sort of. I was going to try and do it last night, and there wasn't much coming out last night either on the tech front. So I thought I'd just wait till this morning, had a bit more time, good rest, and come back and have a chat to you. So that was pretty cool. Now the big news that happened in the last couple of days while I've been away, obviously that Sigma event come out. Um, look, I've probably given them a spray before, and I'm. Now, to say I'm not disappointed again is uh, probably an understatement. A 28 to 70 contemporary, amazing, beautiful, right price range. The quality I know is going to be awesome from my 16 mil contemporary. Uh, I know they do a fantastic job. But this 2.8, which would be perfect for me um, for what I need for a Zoom, uh, for the RF, but no Canon. Yet again, no. I really don't know. There must be something underlying if anyone knows why, I'd love to find out why, uh, for some reason, Sigma doesn't like Canon anymore and they seem very reluctant to make a mount to suit Canon. Is it a technical issue? Is it someone doesn't like someone? And I've got a funny feeling it's more going to be something like that because they do EFM stuff, they do EF stuff, but they, the RF stuff has been really, really missing So since they released the RF range of cameras. So... Very disappointing in regards to that. Um, look, if you're a Sony or an L-mount user, this is going to be a fantastic lens for the price. Again, if you can't afford that top of the range, $1,500 one. Uh, sorry, um, $2,000 plus one for the 12, sorry, the 24 to 70. That's around about the two grand mark, the art series. You can come down to this contemporary. You lose four mils, but it's probably not too bad, I don't reckon. Um, it's $1,485 in Australia. And the only problem I have with it, other than that, is they've released it and straight away on uh, Sigma Australia's website, not available till June, till the 30th of June. Why the hell would you release something if it's friggin' four months away from actually being able to buy it? Absolute insanity. Big production, yeah, this is amazing lens and blah, 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 blah. Uh, by the way, you can't buy it till 
June, the end of June. So I was like, why? That's when you hold off uh, or just do an American release if you're only going to have enough for America or Europe or where, or Japan or wherever you're going to release it. If you can't even sell it, if, why tell people you're going to be able to sell it if you can't even get the product out? Very, very strange. Even for Sigma, who do some very strange things, uh, to bring to release something and then not be able to sell it to you. I don't know. I'm not understanding that one. A little, little bit strange. Uh, look, again, they do fantastic lenses. I'm not knocking the quality they do. Uh, their marketing, the way they do their marketing is very weird. Uh, and the way they sort of miss and don't do certain mounts sometimes and seem to be mostly all about Sony. So whether Sony owns them now, so maybe that's something Sony owns Sigma and they get first dibs and then bring the other stuff out a year later. So people sort of tend to buy Sony. I'm not sure, but uh, well, I guess we'll find out. Now, um, 67 millimeter filter for the front end of that. So that's perfect. So same as the one for the 16 mil as well. So that, that's a pretty standard range for Sigma. So that's a good idea. So filter wise, pretty cool. So yeah, hopefully they do change it and bring out the RF by mid year when these are actually available. They might've changed their mind and brought in the RF mount or some sort of adapter to do, use it for it. But uh, carrying another epoxy adapter onto it adds weight, adds length, adds a bit more of a pain in the ass. So it'd be nice to get that RF mount actually put into it. So fingers crossed. Now also while we're on Sony, uh, new headphones coming out, You obviously they're fantastic. Between the Apple Pods uh, Pro and Sony, they're probably the top two you can get for noise cancelling earphones. You've got the over here, over ear ones and you've got the buds. Well, the Apple Pod Pro Buds ones are probably the, the leader in that market. Sony's probably second. Now, the last ones were a little long, sort of rectangular shape. They've gone the Buds route, something similar, I guess, to Samsung, but not as smooth and round. Uh, they're coming out probably September. So I guess by the time Apple releases around that sort of time, that's uh, Super September, we'll get a new brand new headphone. Um, it looks a lot more the, a change of shape and details. There's not much in the rumors about confirmed specs and what's going to what what's going to be different. It'll obviously it's a top of the range model, so it's going to have all the latest Sony uh, noise cancelling, sound, audio engineering sort of stuff in it. They do look a lot better. They actually look better than the old ones. The long ones looked a bit funky and sort of stick out. They look like a Jabra, which is not the best look. Um, so I think they'll do pretty well. There's probably be around the same price range, so about 400 bucks Australian. Uh, the same six, the, the leak had six hours battery life, 18 with the case, so very similar to the last model. And other than that, you're gonna get there. Yeah, styling a lot of you like the, uh, I guess it looks Samsung for that bud shape. That's sort of the way they've gone. You'll see it in the thumbnail, but uh, I, I think it's gonna be a lot better for Sony. They'll sell a lot more of them than they did the last version. It just, I think the styling was just sort of out of touch a little bit, unfortunately. And last but not least, very quick one today, um, Hyundai. I'm not a big fan of Hyundai. I don't really, as a mechanic, I'm not really interested in owning one. But styling-wise, they've always looked pretty darn ugly too. Um, new electric car coming out from them. They are do sell some electric cars in Australia, which is good to see. They're one of the few manufacturers that uh, is already doing it. Are they the best? I'm probably not the best compared to a Tesla, but then you, you don't have to pay 170,000, you're only paying 50 to 60,000. So 
definitely some benefits there. Now they've just announced a new model for 2022. It's a new Iconic 5. Uh, it actually looks really good. Um, if you look at the picture, it's sort of VW Golf, Calm Delta Integral. And I think that when I looked at a Ford, first Ford Golf, but then I looked, thought about the Delta Inter, Inter Lancia Delta Integral, and it's pretty much spot the dog. They seem to copy a fair bit of stuff in shapes and, and uh, that and styling. And uh, I guess everyone else does the same sort of thing, apart from Porsche, who's always done the exact same and you don't need to change perfection. But um, this is a lot better looking than anything I've seen from a Hyundai ever. So that sort of caught my eye. It does have some good stuff in it. Uh, it's a big car. It looks like a little pocket rocket, but it's actually three meters long. And that's a meter long than their current Palisade, which is, uh, just been released in the Australian market. So that's an SUV. Well, this is a little car, but stretched. So three meter, three meter long wheelbase, uh, nice and long. It's got a dead flat four, which is, I think is a good idea. Some really good styling, fully flat floor. So you can slide stuff. There's center console between the two front seats. You can slide that backwards and forwards out of the way. So you can have unobstructed in between the driver and passenger. And that's also got wireless charging. And so the people in the rear uh, seats can chuck their phones, iPads or whatever on that wireless charging, use that facility. So that's pretty smart. Uh, some really smart stuff in it. The rear seats are also sliding. Because it's fully flat, they don't have to stay fixed. So they can fully slide. You can adjust your leg room to suit. So if you've got someone tall up the front that goes back on the seat, well, then you can put your seat back at the back. Brilliant. Hello. Uh, so had to put it in. I said, I'm not a big Hyundai fan whatsoever. Would I buy one? Mm, probably not. Um, but the styling features in them, some of the tech in them, pretty darn cool. Uh, now, on the other styling feature, probably something you haven't seen before, is a the side mirrors. No more mirror. It's a fully digital camera setup. So whether that'll pass Australian laws and, and specs for safety, whether they'll allow that, because obviously if you've got no power, you have no vision. So I'm not sure how they're gonna work that, whether they're gonna run that straight to the battery. So when you're idle and sitting there with the car off, as, as we all know, you gotta check your mirrors before you go and do anything, uh, if you can see anything. So that's gonna be a little bit tricky, I'm not sure. Some countries might be okay, uh, like the States, they're a little bit more lax on the safety. Australia, pretty fully strict. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that actually gets gets passed they may have to change it for certain countries uh, so but other than that great idea nice wide angle vision camera you don't have to take your eyes off the road you can have a screen there and go left right controls see exactly where everything is see if there's any kids or the dogs going you backing out of the driveway that stuff's probably actually pretty cool to have in <clears throat> now battery wise um, they're talking about 80% uh, charge in 18 minutes on a fast charge that's a 400 volt to 800 volt charging, so that's gonna be pretty good. Uh, it's all about speed. No one's to be sitting at a friggin' servo for 45 minutes an hour charging a friggin' car. All that means you're gonna buy 30 bucks worth of coffee and biscuits or cakes and get fat. <laughs> that's not good for anyone. And no one went, and all those servos are just gonna make profit off the coffees and cakes. So the quicker it is, that's pretty good. Now they're saying you can extra 100, 100 kilometers out of five minutes charge. So if you're only 50 k's away from home and you're just about done and you can then you put it on charge, well, you might just have to scoot in for a quick top up for five minutes and then bolt straight out and then off get home and then you can go to full charge. So 
Some really good features tech-wise in there for the battery side. Uh, very good other tech stuff. A lot of AI stuff in there. Uh, Self-lane changing. Uh, all those sorts of bits and pieces. And auto parking. Um, reverse parallel and all your normal parking. It'll do all that for you. So that's pretty good. Um, especially considering there's a lot of terrible drivers out there that can't park cars. Especially at the supermarkets, as we all know, with all the chips on the side of our doors from idiots who park too close. So that may save a bit of those dramas in the future. So it's good to see that technology coming in to help out a little bit. And other than that, um, yeah, look, it's it's very deceptive when you look at it. Um, you'll see it on the thumbnail. Go check it out. I think it's got it's got a fully reclinable chair. It's, it's got some really good stuff on the interior. It's long. And the only other thing I could only issue I had with that was. If it's three meter long wheelbase, we're talking three and a half meter at least. They are short overhangs on the nose and the rear, but is that gonna fit in a standard garage? That's gonna be the only issue I can think of. But if you can put an SUV in there, I guess it's gonna be okay, but that's that's even shorter. So it's a little, little tricky. There might be some things you might have to look at when it does come out, if it's gonna fit where you wanna park it. So I guess we'll find out. So yeah, check it out. The photos they show are very deceptive. The only ones you can really see the size is when the uh, ladies in this actual seat recline and see how much room there is. It looks like a TARDIS uh, compared to the outside because they haven't shown any sort of people standing right next to the car. So yeah, three meters, a long, long wheelbase. So that's how they do it all. It's all a bit of a photo trickery there in them to uh, make it look small, but actually look massive from the guts. And that's about it. Um, have a fantastic weekend. I'm back to Perth next on Monday. So it'll be in the afternoon late show, I guess, before I can get two years again by the time I get off the plane and stuff and get sorted out. But I'll see you Monday and then we're back to back to normal life on Wednesday at work and we'll see you all then. But uh, hopefully, yeah, video will be late this week. I'm halfway through the photos on the next video tons of photos it's the only other thing i wanted to let you know but other than that uh yeah i guess i'll see you on monday thanks for stopping by wherever you are whatever you're doing have a fantastic weekend and i will see you all again soon if you're coming this way that way i'll catch you on monday peace